Hey, welcome to Creative for More, the podcast. Over here, our conversations are centered around birthing the more that exists within you. We help you mine your originality, live more resiliently, and leverage all of your experiences so that you can serve the world as the highest expression of yourself. My guests will challenge your thinking and give you practical insights for being more, doing more, and having more. My name is Tom Bramuswagu, and I am your host. Let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome. Welcome to today's installment of Created for More, the podcast. So I have another solo show for you today. And you know what we call this segment? The Activation Series. And this is when I activate you. That thing that is on the inside of you, I help you um, bring that out or move that needle so you get onto your next level. So today... The topic possibly doesn't, may not sound as activatory as it should, but I promise you within it, you will find um, momentum or at least get clarity to then be able to um, navigate onto your next. Okay. So I was thinking about what I would share today. And the one thing that kept coming to my mind was this word unfulfillment. In the work that I do, um, generally as a coach, as a speaker, I interface with a lot of people, women in particular, but people, a lot of people nonetheless. And I started to see a pattern around this whole unfulfillment, as people would use it as a term, like a broad term. I am feeling a little bit unfulfilled, but, you know, I realized that there was a deeper meaning, there were deeper patterns around being unfulfilled. There is, there are different manifestations of unfulfillment that people need to be aware of so that they can, you know, give name to the season they find themselves, should it be a season of unfulfillment, and hopefully then be able to navigate themselves out of it. Because one of the things that I um, I found was that, was that you know, people, um, there'll be people that are, are typically in what I would call an unfulfillment season, but because they don't know they will think it's something else and they will, you know, be doing the proverbial, you know, going around in the, you know, in, in, in the wilderness, you know, just keep going around in circles because they don't have name. They don't have articulation for some of the experiences that they're going through. And also a lot of times they feel it is unique to them. So because of that, they kind of feel, okay, it's nothing. I need to be worried about, you know, it will just kind of go on its own. But the truth is that most times if you don't do anything about it, it never really does. It just kind of stays there like a weight that drags you down to the bottom of the, of the sea. But God forbid, that will not be your portion. So my job today is to give... Um, is, to, is to shed light, is to help you see... So if you're in any of these seasons, at the end of the podcast, I will be sharing, you know, things that you can do to help navigate yourself out of it. So what I'm talking about in particular today, I'll be giving you seven signs of unfulfillment and what to do about 
it. Okay, what to do about it if you find yourself in one or even perhaps more of the signs that I am going to be sharing today. I'll be talking about it from the perspective of pain because I want to share it from the perspective of the pain that you are actually experiencing if you find yourself in any of, of, of these signs that I'm sharing today. So first one is the first sign of unfulfillment comes through in the pain of overgrowth. Toma, what do you mean, mean by the pain of overgrowth? The pain of overgrowth looks something like this. The things that you used to do before, the company that you used to keep before, the conversations that you used to entertain before, all of a sudden, it just looks like, you know what, I am bigger than this. I, I don't, I don't, this isn't, this isn't something I should be engaging in. Like, I don't even understand. Who are these people? What do we even have in common? Why am I watching such TV shows? Why am I doing these things that, you know, I don't feel a connection to anymore? And this pain, yeah, a lot of the times to other people whom you interface with, it will come across as accusatory. Because it would even come across as sometimes condemnation. Because all of a sudden, you have grown up. <laughs> you are this mighty horse. And all of a sudden, the things that you used to do before no longer suits again. And then it would look like you are looking down on the other people around you. So overgrowth kind of makes you look big-headed. It makes you feel like, you know, constricted, like you are entering, you're inside a shell, like you don't really, like this, um, this doesn't feel right anymore. Something that was always okay, all of a sudden doesn't feel right anymore. So the pain of overgrowth is one of the first telltale signs of unfulfillment. It means, it feels, it means that that is no longer suited to the person that you have become, okay? So remember now, next time you hear somebody saying, inversely, when next time you hear somebody saying, you know what, this doesn't feel right, don't hate them. They are just overgrowing that season and there is nothing wrong with that. Leave them, let them go their merry way. So that's pain number one. The second one is what I call the pain of abandonment. And this one is a heartbreaking pain. And what abandonment feels like, it feels like being left behind, right? You see all these people doing all these things and you're looking at them and you're thinking, oh my goodness, Sometimes it comes across as jealousy because you're constantly comparing like, oh, but look at this. They were doing this. I could be doing that. So you just kind of feel in yourself like, you know, like something isn't quite right. Like, I feel like I'm left behind. I feel like I'm part of an old forgotten story. You open the streets of Instagram and you are sitting down there just 
thinking, oh, this person is doing this now. Oh, this person has just been nominated for this award. Oh, this person, and, 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 and rather than rather than you know being edified by the accomplishments of others and feeling happy and 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 supportive of other people going forward and doing things the only thing that comes to your mind is the fact that no one remembers you and you keep complaining and you feel left behind you keep comparing rather and you feel left behind. Number three, the third sign of unfulfillment manifests in what I call the pain of regrets. And this is similar to the pain of abandonment, except that in the pain of regret, you continuously living in the past. You stay in the past. Your mindset is in the past. You're constantly talking about 10 years ago when you did this. 10 years ago when you should have taken a different route. 10 years ago, and instead of looking forward and projecting your life, you keep holding on to a belief that the past can be different when it's in fact impossible. So anybody that encounters you, you always want to tell them about past trophies. And there is nothing wrong with, you know, talking about past accomplishments, but when you talk about it from a position of pain, when it's not really, um, you're, not, you're not saying it to further your presence, what you're saying it to, 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 to that you're saying it in a way that makes you feel embittered about a lack of accomplishment. That is a pain of regret. That is you perpetually living in your past rather than in your present. And this pain is, is, is one of the pains that holds people back a lot. Because rather than create a new future, they are always thinking that talking about the past will change it somehow. Holding on to a belief and, 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 and a desire that, that, you know, things that have happened can change when in fact they have happened and you need to let go so that you can move on. But instead you stay yoked to these desires that cannot help elevate you. The fourth pain, mm, and listen to this one carefully, is what I call the pain of misalignment. And the pain of misalignment is, is often the most confusing type of manifestation of unfulfillment because misalignment most times will look good on the outside people will not understand why you could possibly be in a bucket of unfulfillment because 
things look good on the outside. They look, you know, they look like you're making progress. You know, you look like, you know, everything is moving forward for you progressively. But on the inside, you feel like mm, where I am, I have no connection to it. I feel like, you know, I could be living a parallel life, doing something else that I would, you know, enjoy more and feel a lot more fulfilled doing. Because what happens is you take in a lot. It feels like, you know what, you're the most accommodating person. Remember, people outside of yourself perhaps don't see it as accommodating, but you, within yourself, you know that that's no way you should be. You feel misaligned. You feel that there is something else you should be doing. So you, but you're staying because, yeah, there are benefits of where you are. There are benefits. There are parts of it that possibly you connect with, but a majority of it you don't, and you feel... Like, you know, I should be spending my life doing something else. But then again, you cannot justify making the switch because it will look crazy to everybody else. So you keep going through the motions. You keep investing your energy. You keep doing the things that you want to do, uh, that you do. On the outside, it looks all good. But on the inside, it just looks like, you know what? You are just taking in, accommodating, you know? This your 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 thread, your patience threshold. You're just taking in more. You're taking in more. You're taking in more. And this is the thing that caused people to literally just snap one day. You find, you hear some people say, I've, I've left everything. I've sold my, you know, I've moved away. I've moved. I started a charity in this country. And people are like, hey, hey, hey. Like, I don't understand. I thought you were okay. You were doing this. Like, when did you start this? This this is crazy. When, when did you? What? You've always wanted to be an author? I've never known that. Yeah. This, this, this is where a lot of secret dreams are housed in this misalignment. You have dreams that you cannot voice out to anybody because nobody else but you understands them. You feel like you will be judged. If people understand the things that truly make you feel happy, you feel like nobody else can come with you on that, on that journey. So you feel lonely on the inside, but you look good on the outside. This is where people keep up appearances. This is, I dare say, this is where probably 80% of people Ah, doing things they don't really care about because, you know, you know, it makes sense. Economic, financial reasons, it makes sense. Social standing wise, it makes sense. But on the inside, it is killing you. Because... It is not for you. 
but you cannot hold on to take ownership of that which is for you for fear of being judged, the pain of misalignment. The fifth pain is the pain of contemplation. And in this pain, this is, this is where people feel the most indecisive. I don't know what to do. I'm not really, really clear about what my next steps are. And when somebody will say to me, Tomba, yes, but this is the process to get into that point where you feel clear about what you need to do and you get total, you know, understanding of what your next steps are. Yes, that's fine. I agree with you from the perspective of, you know, just the natural progression of things. But the challenge, however, is when people stay here perpetually, when you stay here perpetually, that is when this pain is really magnified. It's meant to, if at all, you go through the season of contemplation, it's meant to be flitting. But when you are there, constantly indecisive, constantly afraid of being wrong, you know, non-committal to things, you are pussyfooting all over the place because you're not really sure where to put yourself. And you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to try things. You don't want to, you know, just this fear of making a mistake keeps you in this position of indecisiveness. And then this whole grand season of contemplation. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do that? And then instead, what do you do? You do nothing. And that pain rings all through your body. It permeates every single atom of your being. And it just leaves you feeling perplexed. It leaves you feeling helpless. It leaves you feeling hopeless. So that's pain number five. Number six is what I call the pain of gestation. And the pain of gestation looks like a seed has been planted inside of you, but it hasn't fully matured. So you are carrying a live seed, a potent seed. If in all of the pains, this one is at least the pain that is at least taking you on route, you're on route to your promised land. So that is, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad place to be. Right? So the pain of gestation is the pain you get around, you know, trying to do the things that you know you want to do. But just the, the, the pain of, of not seeing that which you have envisioned in fruition yet. So the pain of gestation really looks like, you know, knowing that you have a promise, but that promise um, not being, when that promise is not fully formed. So it's like you are in, you know, in the wilderness 
and you know that you have been given the promise of a you know a future in 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 the promised land and you are working your way towards it but you haven't yet fully run the race you haven't fully done the course that you need to do in order to get to your next level so that pain sometimes might cause people and and why i list it here because somebody might say toma this is a good pain so but why is it here so i'll tell you why it is here this pain is what will often cause people to step out before their time you are not fully formed you don't have the character yet that 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 your next level demands but because you feel like you carry the seed you know you 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 will step out anyway and then when you do because you are not yet ready that whole scene just caves in on you because you don't have the systems you don't have the structures to carry that vision of your future so the point is that there is a process through that everybody must go through every single person so we must not try and truncate any of our seasons because every single thing is important for birthing our next level so the pain of gestation looks like holding on to something that hasn't yet come to maturity but then stepping out and and before you get that the full completion of what you are holding on to yeah and then number 7 the final 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 one is what i call the pain of emergence yes <laughs> the pain of emergence is like when the baby is stuck in your birth canal it's ready to come out but you don't have the right support you don't know how to bring forth this vision and this one is a very dangerous one you know what happens when a woman is trying to bring forth and the baby is stuck it makes you feel stifled it's heavily discomforting you are not you can't do anything else this whole dream and vision is just invaded your mind and your spirit and you just cannot get it out of your mind it is ready to come out but you just don't know how you see where you are you see where you want to be you know that there's a journey to be made but you just don't know how. so it's different from the pain of gestation pain of gestation you're not ready on the pain of emergence you are ready but you don't have you don't have the know how to make that trans- transition so these are the seven seven pains that signal seven signs of unfulfillment somebody's listening saying tomba gosh you spoke about me i i feel like i'm cutting about three or four in fact all of them hopefully you're not cutting all i don't even think you can be right what do i do okay let me tell you i'll give you a number of things number 1 the first thing is acceptance i often say that acceptance is the permission you give your brain to process what has happened acceptance now you've come into an awareness of it the next thing you must do is accept accept so it is happening or it has happened or it is happening just accept give yourself grace as well it's okay 
I, 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 I'm in a season of abandonment or I am in a season of, you know, I feel the pain of overgrowth or the pain of misalignment, whatever pain you're going through right now, you know, don't ignore it. Don't try to throw a bandaid over it and think that it will just um, go away. No, if it is, if it do, if you do not address that wound, it will fester, it will spread on to different things and it will just become worse. So look at it in the face and accept. Yeah, accept. This is where I am and give yourself grace. It's okay. You're not a perfect person. You're going through, you're, you're evolving and there's a reason why you're listening to this podcast today. So just give yourself grace. The second thing I want you to do is just write. Get a journal out and just write which of these, um, each of this, these pains or these signs that I've talked about today have just connected with you the most and why? What, what, what is, what make it unique for your own personal circumstances? Write down why you feel this is you and then try, try and trace the roots as well. How long have you been in? In, 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 in the season that you're in? Can you trace when you started feeling, you know, the way that you feel currently? Write everything down. Write it down. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to go and research. Go and research, but this is not just research. This is time-bound research. I want you to go and see, you know, research on other people. Bible characters are always good ones to start with. See other characters, you know, people of influence that you know, you know, that perhaps have gone through similar seasons. Research, Google, YouTube, see what else is out there. See how other people have been able to navigate out of such seasons. I always like using Bible um, references because there is so much truth and there's so much depth in the Bible and, you know, so many metaphors that once we connect to them, we can really, really take deep learnings from. So go and see what else is there. And as soon as you're done, and I say time bound because I don't want you to be researching and then you're furthering this whole season of contemplation. No, I'm not saying you stay there forever. Do it and then move on. The fourth thing I want you to do then create a plan. Say by this time, don't do it for more than don't do, do a short plan. Say by, you know, in 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 one month's time or in two months' time, I want to be able to bring myself out of this season, and these are the things that I'm going to do based on what I've learned, based on what I've seen. These are the things that I feel that I need. I'm telling you, you are more wealthy than you know. I've said this on this podcast many times. A lot of the solutions that you need are around you. A lot of times you think I need resources, I need money, but no, wealth is in so, 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 so many dimensions. Wealth is in knowledge, wealth is in people. Wealth is in places, wealth is in family, wealth is in service. There's just so much that before we even get to the wealth of money, because a lot of times we always feel as if, oh, I don't have the money, so I cannot make a change. No, you can. Look around you. Create an action plan. Think about what you can leverage within your sphere of influence. 
What can you leverage? The next thing is take action. What is one thing that you can do immediately? As you listen to this podcast, just name two things that you will do this week. Action. Remember now you are empowered because now you are aware. It's different from before when you were just going through this whole motion without even knowing. But now you are empowered, you are aware. So now it's different. Okay? And then the final thing is just review and adjust. Don't keep going on the same trajectory without reviewing and adjusting. Come back, see how you're doing. Change, decide on what you want to change and then continue to make progress as you go along. Okay, I trust you've been blessed by today's um, activation episode, activation series. Um, It's always an absolute uh, blessing to have you on the podcast. I want you to do two things for me today. Number one, if you're listening on iOS, um, Apple, um, uh, or Spotify, please leave a rating. If this podcast has blessed you, leave a rating. The amount of messages I get, emails I get, I love the podcast, but when I go on Apple, um, the Apple platform, I don't see ratings. So if you are a weekly beneficiary of this podcast, I want you to leave a rating. Say, this podcast has really, really blessed me. I loved it for these reasons. It's my weekly go-to, weekly top-up, whatever it is, leave leave a comment. And the second thing I want you to do is I want you to share the love. Don't just sit on it. Share the love. Send it to three people. Say, this I know will bless you. She's talking about some things. In fact, don't say anything for they'll say, oh, are you talking to me? Are you using this indirectly to speak to me? Just drop it in their, drop it in their WhatsApp. Drop it in a text message. Drop it in an email. And just mm, move away. Let them take from it what they they need to take on it. And then the final thing, have you joined the waiting list? Actually, I said two, but three, have <laughs> a good measure. Have you joined the waiting list of the Voyage to Growth Accountability Program? Um, if you haven't, go to tomra.com forward slash VGAP and, it's, um, and find out what it's about, first of all. And then if it's for you, join the waiting list. I would love to onboard you on the next cycle of the program. Alrighty. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Um, I look forward to speaking to you again. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Created for More, the podcast. Make sure you visit my website. I'm at tombra.com where you can subscribe to the show either via iTunes or Spotify so that you never miss a show going forward. You can also follow me on social media. I'm at tombra.moswago. And if you love the show, please, please, please leave a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thanks for listening.